0: of success. You know, there are a lot of guys out there that have a lot of followers that are telling you their method of success. You may be surprised when you hear mine. Stay tuned to find out. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we salute you. Hey, guys, welcome to another episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. I'm Jim Ramos, your host and guide to your best version in the stress bubble of life and beyond. Welcome to Spotify's number one podcast podcast for Christian men. Hey guys, this episode sponsored by Juniper Mountain Trading Post. Juniper Mountain Trading Post is actually a coffee company. It is my new favorite coffee. They just came out with a brand new, uh, I'm not going to call it flavor, it's a roast. It's called Cupped Lightning. So they have their Trail Boss, they have their Camp Cook, which are their dark and medium roast, but Cupped Lightning is their light roast, and I put that in my coffee press, and man, it is so good. It does not taste like a light roast. It really has a medium roast flavor. It is delicious. Go check it out, guys. Hey, head on over to JuniperMountainTradingPost.com, and when you check out with your coffee, if you enter the code ARENA, they will give you 10% off your order. Men, before we get into the meat of this podcast, which is sharing my secret of success... I want to share with you one of our hero stories. As you know, we are collecting 365 hero stories this year uh, to celebrate what God is doing. And a hero story, guys, it's a story of transformation that either a man has written in about himself or his wife or loved one has written in about that man that they love. And somehow it's connected to men in the arena. So this one comes from a guy who's actually a high school student. And I actually, uh, years ago, and I spoke at an event that he was at. This is hero story number 117 from Isaac. Isaac wrote, I donated last year to Men in the Arena, and you left your number to call. And by the way, if you are a financial champion, I oftentimes will send you my personal number because I want to get to know you better. So if you want to get to know me, that's one way for you to do it. Start getting involved in the ministry financially. Anyway, that's not a pitch. That's just a thing. He said, thank you for the letter. And I simply want to reach out and say, thank you for your ministry and all you do to build strong men. You and your podcast and your guest speakers have brought immense value to my life as a past ministry leader, current husband, professional leader, and future father. So this guy's a young guy. I'm more comp. I'm a more confident man, better witness for Jesus, authentic friend, and loving husband because of your godly influence and high standards. So, Isaac, thanks so much. You know who you are. You live. You grew up in Oregon. Now you're in Indiana. Hit me up with your your physical address, and we will send you some swag. Hey guys, I want to dive into the meat of this podcast. I was driving down the road the other day, and this idea came in my mind, and so I wrote it down. Actually, I sent myself an email, and uh, I thought, you know, I really need to share this with you guys, and I've shared this. With you before, but I want to share with you the secret of my success. Like, I've been in ministry, full time ministry, since 1990. So here we are, 34 years later almost, and I'm still going strong. I'm more vigorous than I've ever been, I'm more passionate. I've ever been, I'm more effective than I've ever been. You know, a lot of guys have fallen off on the wayside and are no longer in ministry, but I keep plugging along and, and God seems to have impacted our ministry. Uh, we've literally, and I've confirmed this, I've confirmed this. This is a, a true statement. We have literally in this ministry, we started with 15 men in a coffee shop and we have literally reached tens of millions of people. In the last 11 years, and actually in the last 11 months, we reached tens of millions of people through our message. So God has been really good to our ministry. He has been blessing our ministry. And there's one thing that I think if I go back and I look at what's the one thing, Jim, uh, I can tell you here is the one thing. You ready? It's on my calendar every Monday through Friday from 8 to 9. And it is called prayer. I firmly believe that God, through my relationship with him, over the decades, has spoken to me and that every good idea that I've ever had that worked has been from God. I, I really believe that. I am not uh, the smartest apple on the tree. I'm not obviously the best looking guy in the room. You know, I'm not the, when I walk, walk in the room, I'm not the smartest guy in the room. You know, I'm, I'm just a guy who uh, works hard. I have a lot of grit. Uh, I'm, I'm a grinder. And I just feel like if I can outlast the rest, that'll make me the best. So that's always kind of been my motto But what I've done is I've committed my life and devoted my life to Jesus and not just his word, but hearing from him and letting him speak to me. And I'm not uh, a guy that would be on the Pentecostal spectrum. I'm not a guy that would be on the far fundamental spectrum, kind of a middle of the road guy uh, spiritually in how I live my life. And so what I'm sharing with you today, I want to share some middle of the road things that have deeply impacted me. And if you're listening to this podcast, they've deeply impacted you through me. And I want to share with you a very practical way for you to have a dynamic uh, life of prayer and listening uh, to God as He speaks to you. Because I firmly believe that God wants to have a relationship with us, and that relationship is not one way; it is a two-way relationship. And it's not me talking; it's me listening more than talking. So let me tell you about let me tell you my five. Uh, yeah, hey, I'm a I'm a speaker, man. So my 5 Ps to an effective a uh, life of pray prayer and listening to God. All right, all right. Let's first one, we're going to start with this. The first first P is prayer. So, listening to God starts with prayer. But prayer is not what you think it is. In Psalm 46:10, we read, "Be still and know that I am God." So that first block and and, and I'll, I I got to tell you this. I pray three prayers uh, weekly. I will pray my personal vision statement, which is a 44-word document that I created in 1997. I will pray Psalm 4610b, which says, Be still and know that I am God. And I will break that down. Be still and know that I am God, which is a call to turn. Be still and know that I am, which is a call to praise. Be still and know, which is a call to truth. Be still, which is a call to. Silence and B, which is a call to rest. And so I'll break that down over the course of an hour in the morning, um, once or twice a month. And then I'll pray the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer really is my go-to. And I'll take, you know, uh, you know, our Father who is in heaven, holy is your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against others. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one, for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I'll break that down into working components and pray that. So, so I will spend blocks of time in prayer, but I also Love to just sit and listen in the silence. I'll do that on a mountainside hunting. Uh, I love to drive with the radio off. I'll just drive uh, and I'll just in, for si- for hours in silence listen. Uh, I love to sit in my office, turn off the lights, close my eyes and just go into listening mode. I call it my listening mode. And, and, I, I lo- and I, a lot of times it's walking. You see my videos walking through the woods. God speaks to me regularly when I'm just out in the woods walking around. And so I start with prayer, and here's how I define prayer. Prayer is not talking to God. If you're a middle school youth group kid, prayer is talking to God. But prayer at its core is turning to God. So when I turn to God and I focus on God, I'm praying. I'm in a prayer mode. I'm in my listening mode. So prayer is not talking. Prayer is way, way, way more than talking. So the first P is prayer. The second P is paper. Paper. So I have these notebooks everywhere in my office. I've got another notebook here, I've got these. Uh, this is from a prayer session I had. This is from a prayer session I had last week. I'm constantly writing on this note paper with my pen. So I like to have the eyes of a hunter, uh, the ears of a predator, and the pencil of a sharpshooter. When I am in prayer, I want to be in deep listening mode. And so what I do when I talk, and I also on my cell phone, I've got on my iPhone, I've got something called a notepad. If I don't have a pen and physical piece of paper, I will use the notepad oftentimes i send myself an email i bet i send myself 10 emails a day Uh, i know uh, i'm a pastor i should say 100 emails a day but really it's about five to ten emails a day five days a week maybe right so i send myself emails regularly because i know i'm going to read them i know i'm not going to forget them and the problem with prayer is a lot of times when god speaks we tend to forget. So I try to eliminate that factor out of the equation because I want to make my uh, prayer life actionable because what I have found is that I was going to say 99% of the time, but I'm just going to say most of the time when God speaks to me, it's about uh, people or things that he wants me to do. God loves people, and he's always telling me, call this guy, pray for this person, pray for that person. You know, not only is prayer turning to God important, but paper, writing these things down, helps me to make these things actionable, because usually the third P is God gives me uh, ideas about people, and even when they aren't about people, and it's just the idea, God gives these things to me because I need to run them by people in my circle to make sure, one, is this from God? Two, is this something that God wants us to do? Three, is this just like I had too much pizza and heartburn the night before and this is just a ridiculous thing that I shouldn't even think about? You know, just to kind of help me sift through the truth of it all. And the fourth P is this. I, As I meditate on these things that God speaks to me about, I build a plan. The plan could be Call Daniel. The plan could be uh, email Bill. The plan could be you know uh, go uh, hey Jim. It's Wednesday and you drove to work and you're forget you've got to take the trash out. <laughs> go back and do that, bro. I mean some things sometimes it's that simple, right? So I, there's usually some kind of plan uh, that I need to consider implementing, right? And so the last thing is the last P obviously is perform. So I build the plan and I perform. And the performance is oftentimes it's an email, it's a text, it's a prayer for somebody else, it's a phone call. So when I say perform, I'm not performing because I need favor from God. I'm not performing to get to heaven, but I'm trying to make this thing that God gave me actionable. Because if I, if I hear God and he gives it to me and I do nothing about it, then what's the point of giving it to me? You know, God said in the Bible, he who is trusted with little can be trusted with much. So when God puts that name of that guy who I saw holding a cardboard sign uh, in front of Walmart, when that guy's image comes into my brain randomly and I don't pray for that guy, maybe God is going to give that image to somebody else next time and not me. So I want to be faithful in the little things, but it's important that we take our prayer time or the time when we hear God and that we take that and put that somewhere away where we can remember it. So a piece of paper, our iPhone notepad, uh, an email to ourselves. And once we get that thing on paper, that we make sure we weigh that against people, right? Especially if it's an idea. Then we build a plan. Do I call? Do I write? Do I email? What do I do? And then we perform. We implement that plan. So that's what I do, guys. That's what I've been doing for 35 years. And honestly, when if you are a part of this ministry in any way, if you're listening to this podcast, as I know you are, because you have to be because you wouldn't be hearing me ask you if you're listening. That was a stupid and redundant question. You are a product of prayer, my prayer life. So it's pretty cool and you think about it, it's pretty profound. Maybe I should put another p in there. profound. It's profound. Anyway, I hope this helps you guys. We tend to make prayer this ultra spiritual thing and 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 honestly it is. You're creating you're you're speaking to the creator of the universe, but it's it's a beautiful thing when we read in Hebrews, "Let us approach the throne of grace." with confidence and that's what this is all about that you would have confident to not only pray to your god but to to listen to what he says then write it down and implement it so guys if this podcast has helped you make sure you shoot it on over to one of your bros or maybe your wife maybe this will be a blessing for her or your kids that would really bless us as well as blessing them until next time feel the wet sand on the arena floor hear the deafening roar of the crowd taste the sweetness of victory smell the stench of battle get in the game get dirty grind it out write it out and be a man.